up, Urban Christian Woman? You know what time of year it is. It's holiday time, y'all. And nothing says holidays like family. Comments like, girl, when you get married, how many more kids y'all gonna have? Oh, you such a Jesus fanatic. These are so many of the comments that we hear so frequently when we engage in conversation with family around the holiday time. Um, so on today's podcast, Leah and I are chatting about holiday drama, seeking peace and pursuing it during the holidays. Join us as we seek to understand from scripture how to love in the midst of moments of tension with family members. So if you are in the gym, on the way to work, washing dishes, or playing with the littles, keep listening because God's word has truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. Welcome back, ladies, to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. If you're new and you're just now joining us, we want to encourage you to check us out on social media at the Urban Christian Woman. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We also want to encourage you, if you're listening to the podcast, jump on over to your podcast provider, whether that's iTunes or otherwise, and um, subscribe, share it, leave a comment. Um, Those simple things help us to be able to reach more women with God's truth for your everyday life. So with that being said, let's jump on into today's topic, mm-hmm. holiday drama. <laughs> da, 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 so da, much da, drama da, this time da, da, of year. That, that's that this Christmas. That's that this Christmas. This Christmas, there Girl. will be some drama. <laughs> there will be. There will be. Inevitably, some family drama. Come on now. Um, so we w- just want to take some time to look at this from a biblical perspective. What does it actually mean for us as Christian women to navigate this and to actually seek peace and pursue it during this holiday season? Uh, we know that the holidays is this amplified time of gathering together with people maybe that you haven't seen um, you know, regularly throughout the year. This holiday, I'm gathering with some family that I literally have not seen in three years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just that that dynamic and that chemistry. And a lot of times, there's nobody else that can get to those hot spots under the surface. Go down in your skin. Like your family can. Come on now, somebody. There isn't. So we're coming at this from the from the stance of the Bible, like, right? How do we handle these moments of tension, these mm-hmm. unwanted comments, these conflicts, um, especially when we reach points where we don't, where we um, don't agree with our family, where we have points where we disagree or we see differently. How do we handle that as Christian women walking in the spirit? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, jumping into that, we want to examine it from... What's our biblical basis for this? So, mm-hmm. Sheeb, talk to us about what that looks like, what that looked like in the Old Testament, in the Old Covenant, mm-hmm. and um, what that looks like in the New Covenant for us. Yeah, we see this perfect union between man and God and how they were in great fellowship with one another mm-hmm. until um, the the time where the enemy, uh, the serpent came and just started pointing in some lies and some places of tension And so from there, it becomes not just um, the issue of this conversation between uh, Eve, Adam, and the serpent, but really there becomes a transition of this conflict between God and man. 
with this, you know, with this narrative. And so um, because of the choices that they chose, there became, there really was a space where um, between God and man, God gives some natural consequences for mm -hmm. them not choosing mm -hmm. to operate in peace and submit mm -hmm. and honor him as the creator of all things, as well as the creator of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, um, the, the resolve became that Adam and Eve would blame game and instead of owning their sin, they would blame game and move away mm -hmm. from God, mm -hmm. right? And then Adam and Eve then went in isolation and they began to move away and move towards sin. And then God was gracious out of his love to clothe them and restore them, even though um, as they confronted, it still can be this place where they have to be reconciled mm -hmm. to him. And yeah. so we see the conflict of man versus God, but we also began to see the mm -hmm. conflict with the whole blame game thing mm -hmm. of man versus man. One to another, right? One to another, right? right? right. Where it's not just um, them having this tension with the Lord, but it then becomes a blame game. And they're like, well, you know what? Well, she made me mm -hmm. do this. And then Eve goes into a whole nother blame game. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing is, is that because things were broken in that very space in Genesis three, now the brokenness with God leads to brokenness with brother or sister. Right. right. Yep. So yep. there you go. Old yeah. covenant. Yeah. On the narrative of. <laughs> yes. Family brokenness. Family brokenness. Yeah. And I think that this is so great to say, because mm -hmm. I think in our culture today too, Leah, like. We think of quote unquote family as yeah. like, oh yeah, well, you know, I have to have kids. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not a family until I right. Ha you have a household. That's full. right. That's right. right. That's yeah. right. But it's more than that. Come on now. Mm -hmm. It's so much, it's so more, much than more than that. It's so much more than that. Yeah. If you have a brother, if you have a sister, mm -hmm. and the holidays really amplify that because you're getting in spaces where you are in a role of the adult child. You know, with your relationship with your mother or father, yeah. you're in the role of sibling, um, you know, aunties and uncles and all of that creates, even as you function in your regular life as an adult, all of a sudden you get in those contexts and yep. just behaviors come out that start to make you want to revert back yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So. And I'm thinking if you're listening to this podcast, I mean, you're probably a young mm -hmm. adult or a college student or higher. Mm -hmm. And so when you're engaging with your family, I mm -hmm. often have thought about this and we were downstairs. There's a girl mm -hmm. uh, who's helping us today watch our kids as we record this podcast. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about a passage of scripture and I'll hold that off until we start talking about the new covenant. But when in, in that context, what we have going on with our family is this mm -hmm. dynamic of them not seeing us mm -hmm. probably in the context of our spiritual growth right. in Christ. That is so true. They see us as the kid the who kid grew, who up, grew with up, them. up in the house. Yeah, okay? that is so true. They, they see you as the kid yeah. who they grew up with, the one who passed them. I know for mm -hmm. a fact, and my sister is listening, yeah. Nish. I am so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry. But I specifically yeah. remember as a child mm -hmm. that like 
my parents, they held everybody responsible and I was a baby mm-hmm. terrorist, like mm-hmm. from breaking faces to <laughs> doing stuff I didn't have no business doing and everybody getting in trouble yeah. because of me. Yeah. And so there's this narrative of like, often when you're with your siblings, mm-hmm. that they can see you mm-hmm. as the little kid that you yeah. were yeah. and not... Yeah. You know, post yeah. right, <laughs> post after death, they Christ resurrection, all your pesky you. characteristics. They see, they've seen all your flaws. Yes, they don't yes. get the polished, put together version of yourself when you exit the house. They're more familiar with the yeah. raw, gritty version. Yes, and many times that's what they function off of, right? And yeah. not the the spiritual walk that you've been pursuing over the yeah. past however many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so which true. speaks to I think also like how mm-hmm. important it is mm-hmm. for us to tell our narrative and what God has done in our lives. And then also to take ownership instead of operating like Adam Mm -hmm. and me. I know we going into application already because this is a place in my heart, but that's old covenant. (laughs) Yes. So we have that reality of the brokenness between our relationship with God, that God, um, despite our sin, pursues his reconciliation with us. And we'll talk that through Mm -hmm. then in the new covenant, because this is what it actually looks like when the reconciliation that he pursues is fulfilled in Christ. That's right. So let's talk that through. What does that look like for us? Um, When we look in the scripture, what do we see that Christ has actually provided Mm -hmm. um, in this new covenant that creates, Mm -hmm. yeah, a space for us to function in a new way? Yeah, yeah. Well, one, we know that according to God's new covenant, because of the work and that he did Mm -hmm. that he finished and resurrected Mm -hmm. okay to accomplish and fulfill that we now have the power Mm -hmm. through the power of the holy spirit as he has ascended to glory right absolutely and so because of that that spirit is still working within us Mm -hmm. but yet at the same time it as his spirit is working within us we are still human and we are still in fallen bodies So he's given us a way to escape, but how do we do that? Mm -hmm. And there's such a sweet passage of scripture that speaks to this in James um, chapter four, verses one through five. And it says, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You desire and do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. And you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly wrongly to spend it on your passions. You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made to dwell within us? And then to look back also Mm -hmm. at James chapter 3, verse Mm -hmm. 17 and 18, that says, but the wisdom from above above is first pure then peaceable, gentle, Mm -hmm. open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Mm -hmm. So Leah, flush a little bit of this out for us according to James 3.17 and then James 4. Right. First, I just think it's incredible that, like you said, because... 
Christ not only died, but rose and ascended and gave us the Holy Spirit, any of this is even possible. Come on. We cannot, we cannot fulfill that standard Come on. of like peaceable living outside of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. I'm stomping my foot right now. So, <laughs> because, because we real. try, yeah, and yeah. we try to do it. And we try to do it because we if you read this in a vacuum, you're like, okay, this is my checklist. As opposed to actually dwelling, like saying, okay, Holy Spirit, fill me so that I can be impartial and sincere, open to reason and all of these things. So what you're saying is, is that there needs to be an inability yeah. and access yeah. to not go immediately into blaming, mm -hmm. but now we need to go to owning first. Right. Owning first. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Owning first, because as we reflect on our own um, position, even for me, I'm just going to own this as I reflect on my position with Christ and see just the measure that he went to be reconciled. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is really, this actually hits really close to home for me Ooh. in the Ooh. own, my own reconciliation within my family, mm -hmm. because I specifically remember a time where the Holy Spirit came and spoke very clearly to me. If perfection can forgive imperfection, then imperfection can forgive imperfection. Girl, girl and say, so I wait, 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 wait. Say yeah, that one more time. That was his word to me. That was his word, his transformational word to me at a Somebody point in my life. Somebody needs to hear that one more time. Say that word yeah. one more time. God in his spirit said, if perfection, our holy and perfect God, can forgive imperfection, mm. which is me, then imperfection can forgive imperfection one mm. to another. Mm. And that was his word to me specifically to say, examine yourself. Okay. I'm snapping. I'm snapping like you know what's up. And <laughs> and how in yes. all of your depravity and Come your on. lack he mm -hmm. has brought you into a relationship with him yeah. and see how then you cannot turn to your brother, your neighbor, your mother, your Come, father. Come on, girl. Even where there's hurt and say, let's be brought back into a relationship with each other. Come on. Because I got stuff. And I, I got to own that between me and God and you guys stuff. Yeah. And so, you know, as we walk that out together, mm. um, there actually can be reconciliation. And so that's the hope in Christ. And I love that um, we serve a risen God. Come you on. know, I read, I was reading this Advent devotional that was talking about um, Christ rising from the dead was his receipts, actually, that he, that he truly conquered sin. His yeah. receipts, honey. I need a Hammond B three organ, okay? Like I need, I need somebody to, it, I need yeah. somebody to come co-sign with us and co put an organ on it. behind us because Leah is speaking Holy Ghost fire today. It's His real. receipts, His honey. receipts that he has in fact conquered sin, and so that is Ooh, our confidence. That's our hope, right? And God, He shows us all throughout his word, that his character in this pursuing peace is that he's a reconciler. Come on. I mean, come on now. He was the one who reconciled with us first before mm -hmm. we could even possibly turn to our come family on. and be reconciled. Come on. Come and God on. is a God of peace. His very presence is peace. Mm. Um, so as believers, when his presence actually dwells in us, mm -hmm. no matter where we're at or what circumstances we are in, we have access to peace because as the God of peace is in us, we experience peace dwelling in us yes. as well. So yeah. yeah, so we can always remember that no matter where we are, we have access to that peace. That's yeah. really powerful for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think even going into this third, ver this third chapter in mm -hmm. verses 17 and 18, 
it, it talks about just what you're saying, which is, yeah. listen, you you have to access it mm-hmm. from above. It mm-hmm. says, but, from above. but the wisdom yeah. from above, yeah. it is first pure, yeah. then peaceable, gentle, open to reason. Yeah. I love that about our mm-hmm. God. He's not saying, listen, he, he Christ is not saying, I, I don't care about mm-hmm. how you feel about a matter or the person feels about the matter. Mm-hmm. No, I'm open to reason about mm-hmm. this, right? But I'm also full of mercy and good fruits, yeah. impartial and sincere. Yeah. And the goal still in verse 18 is to have a harvest of righteousness, righteousness yes. that's sown in peace by those who make, make peace. peace. Yeah. And so the question really is, mm-hmm. how do we access the Prince of Peace and seek peace and pursue peace? Um, as we are with our family. So let's yeah. let's land this plane because you talked about God's character mm-hmm. of God being a reconciler and God being the God of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, uh, talk to us about how this plays out. Yeah. Um, him being a reconciler, mm-hmm. him being the God of peace, and then how we can take that and apply it into yeah. our daily life. Yeah. Well, I think one of the primary ways we can take it and apply it is by knowing it first. (laughs) And so we got to land there. Um, There's no way we can know the ways of God without knowing God himself. That's it. So everything we talk about is going to go back to being in his word, knowing him, spending time exposing ourselves to his character, because much of his character is going to guide us into how he wants to transform us. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the first. You got to start there. You if you don't start, start there, there, you're not going anywhere. You got to start there. You got to start, start there. there. Yeah. So yeah. So that so that's really being in his presence, right? His yeah. presence. Um, the word says, "In his presence there is fullness of joy." Come on. Um, all his paths are peace. These are scriptures that you can speak and know that that God and His character is making Himself known to us. Mm-hmm. Um, having scripture, those types of um, scripture on your mind and mm-hmm. heart daily, even as you go into seasons of gathering with folks that may or may not cause conflict, or mm-hmm. you may or may not be the the one who causes the conflict, mm-hmm. um, but mm-hmm. really beginning to meditate on those scriptures and memorizing them. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, it's really tempting. I'm, I'm coming up on a, a huge holiday trip, and we're going to be staying at Airbnb, and it's going to be a whole bunch of family and all out of sorts. And I know for me, it's really easy to then get out of my morning routine where I'm waking up, yeah. Getting a cup of joe. Yeah. Spending time in the word. Yeah. And that's just easy to do when it's like, well, we got cousins waking up, we got bre- hot breakfast being made and all stuff happening. A whole lot of noise. A whole lot of noise. Right? Or the temptation to sleep in because somebody else is gonna take my kids. Come on now, somebody. Hello, grandmothers. But I could easily <laughs> right. Praise God for the grandmothers. Praise God for the grandmothers. <laughs> but I could easily get away then from prioritizing. Yeah. Time in the morning with the Lord. Come on. Um, because I could rest. Come on. Because it's time off. Come it's on. off of my routine. Yeah. But I think if we do that, we can easily slip into those old patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than constantly and daily, even on vacation, mm-hmm. being renewed yeah. um, by the word. Yeah. And I, you know, even as you're saying that, uh, I, that is very applicable starting our yeah. 
day off. And some people, you know, they have their they have their quiet time at nighttime. Some mm-hmm. people pursue it in the morning. I know I do. I mm-hmm. need it, or otherwise I'm gonna lose my yeah. I'm gonna lose my my sound mind in Christ <laughs> right. Jesus. Okay, and then I need regular readjustments, regular recalibrations throughout the day. <laughs> throughout the day, like come yes. Lord, come Lord Jesus, come. Okay, Mm -hmm. but in the midst of this, what happens when we go through the moment when we're at the crossroads, roads, where the family member says something Mm -hmm. off the chain? Yeah, some you know some some houses during the holidays it's like a dry house; they don't have alcohol. Mm -hmm. But you know, some people have alcohol in Mm -hmm. the house, and Mm -hmm. people start getting real relaxed. They start saying some real off the chain stuff, saying whatever. Okay. True serum comes Talk out. Talk about true, the true serum <laughs> comes out. Yeah. So what what happens yeah. in that moment mm-hmm. um, for mm-hmm. you? I know I can speak to it myself. Yeah. But you know, for me, one passage that I mm-hmm. quickly have accessed out of my Rolodex mm-hmm. because I have a real. I I grew up in a household that mm-hmm. has a real strong gift mm-hmm. of leadership. Yes. Also known as strong will. Strong will. Everybody. Every single one of my siblings yeah. is strong-willed, yeah. and so it's easy for them to like. Mm-hmm. We can all add commentating mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. everything, on everything, on, okay? all topics, and we'll bring back your history to to go right <laughs> to the core. But in those moments where yeah. they say something that is offensive mm-hmm. or creates the tension that mm-hmm. you can feel your blood pressure rising yeah. and your your heartbeat about yeah. to pump out your chest. God reminds me of Philippians um, 4, 6, be mm-hmm. anxious for nothing, but mm-hmm. in all things with prayer and supplication mm-hmm. and a heart of thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let your request may be made known to the Lord and the peace, peace of God. Yeah. the peace that passes all understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, in that moment, it's like, Lord, well, why would they say that? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to seek to understand, but he's like, listen, no, no, no. Let the peace, yeah. yes. <laughs> let the peace that passes understand Mm-hmm. Guard your heart and mind. Mm-hmm. So come down off the anxious cliff. Bring the heartbeat back in. Right. right. Trust me in this. Right. Bring in a prayer. Come on. Cry out mm-hmm. to me in this moment to have self-control. Yeah. And rely on me and yeah. rely on my peace. That's that's the key word for me is the reliance. Reliance on Christ. Yeah. And for me, that is the moment to moment. Reliance, reliance on Christ and reliance on what he's telling me to chase after in his word. Cause mm-hmm. I could chase after my own ambition. I could chase after being right in the argument. Come on now. Having the last word. That That is me all day. But in like, fact, I mean, without the Holy spirit, right? With the, a, a part from the Holy spirit, I will nail it to the ground until I'm right. <laughs> That's just how I am. Right. Because I, I do also partake in that strong will gene, <laughs> genetically speaking. But going back to the word and saying, okay, how, how is he going to control me? His word in Romans mm-hmm. says to seek peace and pursue it. So then it's not just about keeping the peace, mm-hmm. right? Which could be just keeping your mouth shut or not saying the, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. not responding or whatever. It's not just about keeping the peace, not mm-hmm. rocking the boat. Mm-hmm. It's about seeking peace and mm-hmm. pursuing it. Mm-hmm. And God's peace was made through reconciliation on the cross. Yeah. yeah. So if we're talking about seeking peace and mm. seeking God's peace. We're talking about seeking reconciliation. Girl, you talking about being a peace chaser, a, a chase chaser, the peace, chase 
the peace. And that's what I tell my my kiddos. Hashtag chase the peace. Hashtag chase the peace. They know that phrase because I use it often. Are yeah. you chasing the peace? Mm. Are you chasing the peace? And so I reflect on that even wow. for myself. I have to reflect on that. Mm. Or am I chasing the peace here? Mm. Am I seeking it and pursuing it? Mm. Um, so that means for me, um, reconciliation through Christ mm-hmm. is is an example of where he loved mercy and mm-hmm. walked humbly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he humbled himself. We talk about the passage in Philippians 2 that talks mm-hmm. about Christ humbling himself. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm chasing the peace, mm-hmm. I'm loving mercy. Yeah. I'm walking humbly. That's right. I'm not insisting on being right. Come on. And that's when, when I can mm-hmm. check myself and ask the Holy Spirit to check myself and take over then I'm chasing the peace, mm. right? Right, because Christ yeah. literally was already right mm-hmm. when he came. I mean, we're in Advent season. Yeah. Christ was already right, and he literally came down, yeah. laid his rights down, mm-hmm. took on human flesh, yeah. was born in the space of muck and mire mm-hmm. to let us know, listen, I am I am coming down for you yeah. because I love you yeah. and I want you to be reconciled to me and be in fellowship and be made right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. girl. And mm-hmm. I have to mm-hmm. add too mm-hmm. that... Sometimes chasing the peace also means speaking the truth. Come on. And so that's where things can get more challenging because if, you know, the Lord is telling you to speak truthfully about himself, about who you are, mm-hmm. um, I would say for the sake of peace, don't shy away from that. Yeah. Because again, we're talk- we're not just talking about keeping the peace. We're talking about God's peace. That's right. Which was bought with a price. That's right. And so I think it's important to remember that too, where yeah. we're walking in truth and speaking truth. Yeah. Um, but God's truth. Yeah. But, and there is wisdom in that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because scripture talks about if someone has offended you, you are to go to him in private. So yeah. now we, now we're talking about the yeah. process by which we do that. Yeah. If someone in your family has offended you to put every, to put them on blast, put them on blast. <laughs> girl, to put you them on blast. You are not chasing the peace. <laughs> you are not. Hashtag you're not a, you're not a peace chaser. Okay. So, but to literally take the time to pause, to decompress, to say, Holy Spirit, help me gather my words to impart truth and and to also communicate the Mm -hmm. offense in this moment and how it hurt me Mm -hmm. and how I'm seeking to reconcile and pursue peace Mm -hmm. in this moment. That has to be done Mm one-on-one and privately. Mm -hmm. And so, you know... don't don't be justice fighter right. five thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't try to go being one woman. I think woman. the attitude the attitude of walking humbly for mm-hmm. me is saying, okay, I desperately need to know what to do, and so I'm desperately seeking God's word for direction. Yeah. yeah. Gotta go there first before yeah. you speak. I mean, there's a time to speak. There's a time to be silent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a time to speak. There's a time to be silent. Right. And. So we, the only way for us to truly, as women of God, to know that time Mm. is to be in his word and asking him. Which we were talking about this, like in the, in the previous episode about Mm -hmm. 
what happens when we're in these sin cycles and addressing the tension with someone who's in a sin cycle. And we went right back to James. I mean, James, if you have not studied the book mm-hmm. of James, like just go study it. Yeah. Like, it, you know, like drench yourself, like spend quality time with it verse by verse. I but, have a child named James because of that. <laughs> Because of my season of being soaked in James. So I'm telling you, it will transform your whole life. Yes. Your whole family. Yeah, it's my favorite, it's my favorite book of the Bible. Um, And it transformed my life too. Mm -hmm. And James is such a powerful book because it's just daily living. And what it says is be slow to speak, Mm -hmm. quick to listen, Mm -hmm. slow to anger. anger. Because Mm -hmm. the anger of man does not produce the righteousness Righteousness. of God. We keep going back to that verse. But I mean, during the holiday time is so key. It's so key. And so, yeah, I mean, Leo, talk to us about the reconciliation that's possible Mm -hmm. in Christ when we Mm -hmm. go to that place of being a chaser of peace, pursuing peace. Mm -hmm. Then we also are speaking the truth in love, being Mm -hmm. slow to speak, quick to listen, Mm -hmm. slow to anger. Mm -hmm. Talk to us and close us out around this whole narrative of what's possible in Christ when we, when we pursue that reconciliation through peace. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I shared, um, a bit of my story of how the Holy Spirit very spoke very clearly to me about forgiveness Mm -hmm. and for me that's a huge part of my story the reconciliation and forgiveness that happened between me and my father and that now god has given us a healthy relationship not just because he restored us to be reconciled but through that reconciliation restored him my dad and walking with the lord so that's a testimony for me being someone who chases the peace listening to the holy spirit and obeying because i could have easily in that moment heard god's voice telling me speaking very clearly on forgiveness and chose my own way. Mm-hmm. But in choosing to follow his leading and trusting, even when it feels scary, mm-hmm. actually created, opened up a path of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And that reconciliation is possible in Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that if we have that eternal perspective in mind, that reconciliation with God and others does in fact become the greatest treasure. Mm-hmm. I can say that from my own life, be, mm-hmm. to experience reconciliation in my family is the greatest treasure. Mm. Um, it becomes more valuable than me being right. Yeah. It becomes more valuable than me holding on to hurts and holding on to a grudge. That's right. It becomes more valuable than anything that I could name because I've seen God's work. I've seen his hand. Come on. And that came out of, that came as a fruit of obedience yes. to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's, yeah. l- listen, they were overcome by the blood of the lamb and through mm-hmm. the word of the testimony. Yeah. And yeah. that right there is is on point that is on point so let me just close us out in a word of prayer Mm -hmm. as um yeah as we chase the peace yeah um during this holiday time with with family with loved ones and with close friends lord god we just thank you Mm -hmm. and we bless you Mm -hmm. um because lord you do not leave us to ourselves and you did not leave us in the garden to continue the 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 rigmarole of the dance of blame gaming but god you allow us to own our uh, fallenness, our sin, our shortcomings. And in the midst of that, you invite us to chase the peace, 
Chase the peace to be reconciled to you. Chase the peace to be reconciled to one another. God, we thank you for that. We thank you, God, that we are able to know um, reconciliation through you first. We're thankful that we are uh, able to know forgiveness through you first. We thank you because we are able to know peace through you because you are the prince of peace. You are the God of peace. And so we just pray that you would enable us to be urban women who pursue peace by chasing the peace. And God, as we chase the peace, Lord God, that the things around us would uh, be fruitful and flourish beautifully for the glory of your name. God, we pray for our holidays. We pray, God, that um, for those who are hurting from uh, hurts from their from family members from the past, God, that you would begin to deal with them and speak to them in those spaces and crevices, Lord God. And then I pray, Lord, for the moments that we will have as we break bread and sing songs and fellowship and play games and have drinks, Lord God, with one another, Lord God. I pray, God, that you would be amongst us and amidst us, Lord God, and allow us, Lord God, to not be anxious, but God, allow you the peace that passes all understanding to guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, we thank you so much for who you are and all that you have done, are doing, and will do in our lives and for the glory of your name. Amen.